0: Welcome to Episode 9 of Give a Fuck, presented by Spark Consciousness. My name is Sarah Woodard, and I am your host. Among other things, I am a certified shamanic practitioner, Reiki master teacher, activist, educator, speaker, and award-winning children's author. I'm also a fierce defender of the underdog, which for me means wildlife, companion and work-slash-farmed animals, Mother Nature, and Gaia herself. I care deeply about my fellow human animals and believe that when we learn to live in harmony with nature, we also learn to lear- learn to live in harmony with ourselves and each other. I am fearless about doing my own inner work and growth and am passionate about helping create a world where all beings are respected and honored. I have a deep connection to Gaia and feel particularly connected in the presence of the beautiful Colorado Front Range. When I'm not busy working to present information about living in harmony with mother nature, I share my time with three wonderful cats, enjoy bird watching, and experiencing all the outdoors has to offer. My life journey to this point has been filled with twists, turns, and changes, as has everyone's. For me, the constants from birth to now are a strong connection to Gaia, a deep-seated need to serve and help create a more compassionate and healthy world, and a love of both learning and sharing my knowledge. Those lifelong constants are what brought me to this point. All of the knowledge I've acquired in the process of learning to live my life in harmony, as well as new information I come across, are the inspiration for and knowledge bombs presented in this podcast. Through connection to nature, I help young millennial women, and that's women with an X, and others feeling lost, expand their knowledge, feel connected to the world around them, and live with greater compassion. The purpose of this show is to present new information and or old information in a new way to help you see connections and live in harmony. The name kind of says it all here, folks. Sometimes I also share other resources as I love to help you continue learning. And just a quick reminder, the spelling of give a fuck is F asterisk K. I'd also like to send a a huge thank you and shout out to my existing patrons. If you would like to learn more about Patreon, we're going to go into that shortly. A quick life update. I have been continuing with my ASL uh, class and I am loving that. I remember now why I am so excited about this language. It's because it's gestures It's actually really fun. It really, like, taps you into your inner child when you're doing these signs, particularly, like, the animals and the emotions are so expressive. And actually, a lot of the fruits and vegetables are quite expressive, too. I'm just, I'm having a blast. It's so fun. Um, I do wish the class has moved a little quicker, but that's me pretty much in any class, so we have to just overlook that. Oh, and I have been going on some great walks slash 50 slash 52 hike challenge hikes connected with um that same friend I mentioned last week who I had lunch with and had those great questions we've we're trying to commit to once a week getting together and doing some sort of a walk and the last one we did was with her super fun dog it was really great now we move on to the answers to your questions segment (music) And this point in the show is where Patreon subscribers have the opportunity to submit a question for me to answer. We don't have any questions submitted for this week, so I'm just going to take this opportunity to very quick explain what Patreon is and how you can participate. So as I explained um, previously when I was doing the an- in the answer segment, um, Patreon is like the modern day crowdfus- crowdfunding version of when... Back in the day, Michelangelo and those other really famous artists had a patron of the arts who paid them whatever amounts of money so that they could afford to live while making their art. Patreon is that, but it's crowdsourced, so it's small dollars from a lot of people that help support this. So the way that my Patreon is set up, because every every person can set up Patreon to look basically however they want. So the way mine is set up is that when you opt in and stick around, you get some fun bennies, and those include everything from submitting a question, which I'll answer during this segment, to discount codes for other offerings such as the online course or the magazine, and even in some levels, free merch, or I mean, not free, I guess, technically, right? Because you are, it is an exchange. It's kind of like when you um, support NPR or PBS and you get a little freebie thank you gift, right? That's the deal. You can see each of them on my Patreon page, which is linked in the show notes. 10% of every dollar that you submit to Patreon, as well as anything else that you purchase from me, goes to support charitable causes that help make the world a more compassionate place. And in the case of Patreon, the rest of that money pays for hosting, other software and equipment if necessary, and also helping to keep the kitty Babies happy while I ignore them to create each and every episode for you. So definitely look into that. I would really love to answer some more questions during this segment. So now we're going to move on to the Satan of the show. And this week... I am going to talk to you about how to find wheelchair accessible hiking trails near you in any city, wherever you may happen to be. So you might be thinking, wheelchair accessible hiking trails, how is that even a thing? And I get it. And in the past, you'd have been right. But fortunately, a lot more places are starting to recognize the value of being out in nature. For everything from the more typically discussed stuff like stress relief and physical health benefits to what I talk about with defining your values and finding your purpose. And so because of that, a lot more places are putting an effort to making at least some trails wheelchair accessible. Now, I freely admit I am not a wheelchair user, at least not yet, but I do have friends who are, and I also pay attention to this because as someone who lives with fibromyalgia, in Depending on the day, sometimes a wheelchair accessible trail is just easier for my body. So what the heck even is a wheelchair accessible trail? How do you know? So there's kind of three main elements that I think you need to look at when you're trying to determine if this is a wheelchair accessible trail. Bearing in mind that a lot of this is also going to be dependent on your specific wheelchair the tires, the size, etc. And we'll talk about that a little bit. So the first thing is the parking lot. Now most trails have some sort of a parking area, but they may or may not have defined wheelchair accessible parking spaces. In some cases, the trail parking is really far from the trailhead or it's on the road. It's either really small or So you might not have enough space for, like, a wheelchair van to to do, you know, the lift and all of that stuff. Or it's so big and spread out that it's, like, a hike all in and of itself. Those are my least favorite, by the way. (laughs) Um, And a trail – so a trail that is truly wheelchair accessible – is going to have parking that is also wheelchair accessible with the with the logo painted in the, in the thing and the, enough space on the side for the van to do its stuff. but if you don't need that, that may be less of a factor for you and then the next thing to look at is the physical aspects of the trail itself. Clearly it needs to be wide enough for people to for you to move your chair and again, some chairs are like big and beefy and some are barely wider than your body. So the width of the trail it needs it does matter but it's going to be somewhat dependent on your chair. But there needs to be enough room for your chair and for people to get past you either because they want to go around you or because they're coming the other direction and need to get by you. It will also be fairly flat. I mean there may be, a, you know, a little a little elevation gain, a little bit of a hill, but it needs to be fairly flat. And it also needs to be constructed of materials that your chair can easily drive over could be concrete, could be stone, could be um, planks, could be could be dirt, right? It, it, again, your tires are going to play a role in this. And there obviously needs to be no obstacles like fallen trees or big branches or whatever that block the trail. That's That's a problem even for me if I'm walking. I don't necessarily want to climb over those things. And then the third thing is a rest area. So, If a trail is calling out benches, you're probably not going to pull yourself out of your chair to sit on a bench, although maybe you will, but more what that means is there's going to be a place where you can probably pull over to the side and rest if you need to or want to. It's also probably going to have a pretty nice view because usually those benches are put into, into place because there's a nice view there for people to sit and look at while they rest. So those are kind of the three main factors involved in, in a wheelchair accessible trail. So how do you find them? Well here's the deal. There may be other ways to do this than I am going to list here, but these are the two that I know of. So the first is this website called TrailLink. Trail Link has a list of wheelchair accessible trails by state. And I will put that link in the show notes for you. It's it's a fairly comprehensive list, but from what I can tell, it doesn't list all the trails. So depending on your mobility level, your type of wheelchair, and any other specific needs, there may be additional trails that are suitable for your wheelchair in your area that are not captured on their list. Still, it's a really great resource and a really great place to start. The other is called All Trails. Their website, their app again, is is fairly comprehensive. Bear in mind, I believe, with both of them that the the creator of the trail or the organization that maintains the trail needs to submit it so that it is listed there. But it's, it's still fairly comprehensive. And if you look at the descriptions on all trails, if you read, you have to kind of expand out all of the different areas where you can read stuff. But if you expand it out and you read the description, it includes information of accessibility, I will link to both all trails and a and a description that talks about it in the show notes. But you can see from the description in the show notes, it talks about things like wheelchairs, the slope, the materials, etc. So both Trail Link and AllTrails have apps for Android and i Android and iPhone platforms, which is amazing because you can, A, you can do the research from anywhere, but also you can take it with you. So I'm not sure how trail link works because I haven't used it. But with all trails, you can actually, when you've picked out the trail you want, you can just push directions and it bounces you over to your map application and gives you directions to the parking area, at least pretty close. (laughs) And it's pretty amazing, at least for someone like me who gets lost at the drop of a hat. And then I believe both of them do this where when you when you're on the trail, you can actually pull up the map and it shows in real time where you are on the trail. So A, it helps you if you're like me and you get lost at, you know, like I said, at the drop of a hat. And if you get to an intersection and you're like, I don't know, left, right, straight, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. That's super helpful. And I will sometimes literally walk a few steps and go, nope, that's not the right direction. Oh, uh, oh, there we go. Ah, that's the right way. So that's, that's very helpful to have that like live time while you're on their trail for that reason. But it's also great because if you're starting to get tired, you can see how much you've got left. And you can make a decision. Do I want to turn around? Oh, if I do that, I'm actually already more than halfway, so I'll just keep going. So that's really helpful too. So I encourage you to check those out. Even if you're not looking for wheelchair accessible trails, I encourage you to check those out. But definitely if, if finding a wheelchair accessible trail is important to you, I highly encourage you to check those out. And please do let me know how your adventures go. I definitely want to hear about it. With that said, I'm going to segue now into the wrap-up and housekeeping. One of the ways you can share those experiences of hiking or hiking on a wheelchair-accessible hiking trail is in my upcoming digital magazine. So each month has a theme, and it's all user-generated content. So I want to hear from you. We all have our own inner wisdom. We all have our own experiences that have shaped us. I want you, I want to hear yours. I want to highlight yours and give you a platform to help share your story so that others can learn from what you've already been through. So hop on my website and it's on the resources page, but I'll put a link for it in the show notes for you of how to, what the themes are and how to submit your story. I definitely want to hear about that. Other ways to find me in addition to the website are social media, where I am on Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I would love to see you there. So as I've been talking about, the online course actually cl- sign-ups for this quarter just closed, but you can sign up again in June if that is something that's of interest to you. Be sure to jump on my website and sign up for the waiting list so that you don't miss out next time. Again, you're welcome to support my efforts here via Patreon, or you can also sponsor an episode. Information about all that is in the show notes. If you're podcast platform allows it I would really appreciate you taking a second to rate the show it is one of the best and freest ways to support creators you love and what's coming next well I have some great news for you guys I got organized so I can actually tell you that the next show in two weeks is going to be all about my vegan journey and hopefully inspire you to make some vegan changes in your life in addition to that, I am continuing to do the uh, full moon and new moon gatherings. The next one is on the 21st of March, and it's new moon in Aries. So if you're in the Denver area, I would love for you to sign up and see you there so I can help support you in whatever you're trying to achieve in your life. And I think that's about all I've got for this time through. I, again, will see you in two weeks. Until then, continue to expand your knowledge, feel the connections, and live with compassion.